a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my new and official co-pilot, Lil Barron. I know. Lil, how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm good. How about you? I'm doing really good. Lil will be taking over for Jeff Harding. Uh, He's been the the co-host, of course, of The Active Life, and we've done a little bit of shuffling, and Jeff is going to take on some new and different responsibilities, and we're excited to uh, wish him well on the things that he's working on, but also excited to have Lil... On the show. I know. it's Here we are again. I know. I'm sure that Jeff will pop in once in a while, but uh, looking forward to working with you. Thank this you. This is going to be fun. It is. So, Lil, I want to ask you a question. Okay. If you were going to choose one exercise that you were going to do every day, what would that exercise be? Well, hello. This is a great year to ask me. <laughs> it is. I uh, know the answer. You do know the answer. <laughs> So just to preface, I hate walking. I hate outside stuff. I hate hiking. Used to. Okay. We're getting to that. (laughs) So we used to have this health and wellness at work, and I committed to walking. And I'm going to say this on the radio. Oh, my gosh. I've committed to doing um, Angel's Landing. Yeah, that's your your annual goal. That's That's an element of our health and wellness program is an annual goal. Yes. So... Now walking is my new favorite thing. Yeah. I go home and walk the dog all the time. <laughs> I I've become a crazy woman. <laughs> no, but but be honest, even you enjoy it. I now. have enjoyed. Yeah, it. and it, it isn't mm-hmm. something that you had enjoyed in the past. No, but now it's something that you're and doing. I look forward to and you're it. looking forward to it, yes. and that's awesome. And here's the thing: it's really easy, I think, for most of us to take walking for granted as a form of exercise right. because it's the way that we get around, right? Right. Um, but, but the fact of the matter is, according to health.com, there's lots of research out there that shows that plain old walking is actually a surprisingly strong health and fitness strategy. Oh, good. So there's some real benefits to it. Let me just cite a couple of studies. One study found that a 12-week moderate-intensity walking program decreased belly fat and increased VO2 max in overweight and obese women. Wow. Just walking. Just walking. Yeah. So the question is, is how do you know when you're at a moderate intensity? That's the question, right? Oh, you can't talk to your dog? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your dog knows. Maybe he knows. (laughs) I don't know. Research says that you want to aim for about 100 steps per minute. Oh. So if you get in a rhythm where you're like counting off and timing and you know what that pace feels like, that's a moderate intensity. And hey, there's some great health benefits to that. A couple of other things. Walking can even help prevent some other serious diseases. Uh, another recent study found that taking a quick five-minute walk break every 30 minutes throughout the day can improve your metabolic health. It can lower your insulin and glucose levels as well as reducing blood pressure. So, you know, we uh, m- so many of us sit at a desk all day long, yes. right? And it's easy to fall into that, oh, I'm just here, I'm going to just keep plowing ahead. But if we'll just take five minutes... Every 30 minutes to just get up and walk around the office, walk around outside, whatever it is that we're doing, we can lower our our glucose levels, we can reduce our blood pressure, lots of good things. Another larger study proved that walking is at a decent clip, that, that moderate intensity, reduced patients' risk of developing high blood pressure, 
cholesterol and blood sugar levels just as much as running. Oh. So think about that. That is awesome. A lot of people like to run and that's great. We're we're not oh, knocking yeah. running. That's a great exercise as well. But if you get out there and pick up your pace a little bit, you can get some of the same health wow. benefits that runners get. And to solidify the positive effects of walking, they did a, a meta-analysis. That's where they kind of study all the studies. And they found that the benefits of strolling outdoors with friends can carry over into mental health as oh. well, improving your quality of life and lowering your risk of depression. That's why I hike with my friends <laughs> there on you Saturday. Go. There you go. So it's <laughs> worth noting that while we're all doing our best at social distancing yes. because of the coronavirus, it's worth noting that taking a nice, brisk walk outside is still completely acceptable and even encouraged <laughs> at this uh, at this time. Physically, emotionally, mentally, it's a good idea to just get outside once in a while and take a walk. Very nice. Look, I'm doing it and already. And you're doing it already. Oh, I'm so glad. Awesome. Lil, today's <laughs> guest is Mike Miller. Mike is the Southern Utah Regional Manager for the Utah chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. How do you remember that title? I shorten it. That's a long one, I'll tell you. <laughs> Mike, we're glad that you're joining us today. We're going to talk a little Welcome. bit about cognitive health, specifically as it relates to Alzheimer's. Um, what do you think about walking, first of all? It's fantastic. Um, as you said, a brisk walk is certainly helpful. The leisurely walk is okay, but when you're active and more um physical in your walk, that blood flow increases, bringing more oxygen to the brain. So you were spot on. Which is so important. Yeah. And, yes, and I think that's that's a point that I know you'll want to emphasize as we get into what, what we're going to talk about today. But it's worth emphasizing, and that is that everything that's good for your heart, mm -hmm. whether that's walking, riding a bike, the rowing machine, whatever it is that we're doing that's good for our heart, is also good for our brains. That's right. And when we're talking about Alzheimer's and cognitive decline and dementia and all those things, all those areas... We want to be doing stuff that's good for our brains. Right. That's right. And hence the title of the show, Active Life, right? Here <laughs> Absolutely. <we are. laughs> so here we are. Here so we are. Here we are. <laughs> so we want to talk a little bit about uh, cognitive impairment and Alzheimer's in particular. Um, there are some behaviors that they have found through research and studies they have found that are, that are good for our brains. Yes. What are these things that we need to be aware of? So I just want to highlight three or four today, and, and there's 10 that we highlight as an organization. If you want to see them all, go to alz.org slash 10 ways. Okay. But the first one is exercise. As we've started out, so very appropriate here, we're talking about walking. As mentioned, getting that heart rate up brings more oxygen to the brain, and that is uh, super important. While you're exercising, um, you release hormones. And those hormones are great for brain cell growth. Oh, okay. So, so I, we, we talk about the, the endorphins and, and the, all those feel-good mm -hmm. uh, hormones that they have. Um, I, I did not realize that that uh, affected the brain in that way. That's interesting to me. I picked that up, and thank goodness you didn't ask me which ones, because I'm just going through the highlights here. I'm at 30,000 feet, okay? That's okay. I'm we'll, like Lil, we'll walking on Angel's Landing. Look out! We'll, really high. We'll stay up there for now. But All right. the, the important thing to remember, like you said, is that, man, exercise is good for you. It's yeah. good for everything. It's good for your yes. body. It's good for your brain. It's good for your soul, right? Mm -hmm. So get out there, and even if it's walking, uh, but, but regardless, whatever it is, get out there and exercise. Right. So here's a couple of uh, other points related to that exercise. 
The uh, exercise promotes brain plasticity. That's a big multi-syllable word. Mm. You know, that stimulates uh, growth and new connections for those neurological pathways. Super important. Yeah, absolutely. Because more of those pathways gives more uh, routes for the electrical charges to go back and forth and help our body and uh, thinking do all the things it's supposed to do. So that's very important. There's also uh, some evidence that exercise impacts the uh, growth factors in the brain, and that relates to what I just mentioned. So what what would be some great exercises? One of them is coming up in the senior games. It's table tennis, hey, October 5 now through 9. there's an interesting one. So why is that good? So exercise, what are we doing? We've got hand-eye coordination. Right. We've got mm-hmm. uh, visual with our eyes working to follow that ball, and we've got the heart rate up. So that's sort of the trifecta on exercise, and you're not uh, prone to have an accident while playing table tennis, hopefully. It's true, not as prone. I yes. mean, obviously there's ankles and things like that that, that maybe can go down. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. My my grandpa loved to play table tennis. Okay. Um, unfortunately, I was never able to convince him <laughs> that he needed to come down and play in the games. He just oh. he just felt like uh, he, he wouldn't be able to, to play with them. But I know he would have because he was, he was a great player. Okay. Um, and I don't know if, if you know, his... Um, Cognitive abilities stayed sharp right up until the last day because of that. But I know that he played a lot. He played in the basement. You know, he was, mm-hmm. he was just a ping pong player. He okay. just had fun yeah. playing with the grandkids and playing with the the you know my my aunts and uncles and and his kids and stuff. But uh, I wonder now that you mentioned table tennis specifically, if that was something that was huh. successful for him. Could have been. Uh, it'd be interesting to study. And when I um, looked at that point, I said. I wonder if we have table tennis leagues in town like pickleball. Yeah. I mean, pickleball's outdoor. That's a little more high-energy sport. And, you know, at certain age level, you back off and go to something indoors sure. perhaps. So I was just thinking about that. Um, and I can tell you, locally, I know that there are table tennis clubs oh, okay. locally. But, yeah. I, but around the nation, I promise you, if you do a Google search – there's someone playing table tennis in your community, whether that's at the community center, the YMCA, mm-hmm. in a church basement, wherever that is. And if you're interested in keeping your brain healthy, it sounds like table tennis might wow. be a great option. Definitely a good option. So now next the, year, I'll yeah, <laughs> next year. There you go, Lil. Okay, so now here's something everybody can get behind, and that's dance. Okay. Oh. And dance is another great one because again, some cardio activity in the body. Yeah. Hand eye. Well, it depends on where your hands are, but um, <laughs> that's, that's another topic Keep for another your show. Up above yeah. the waist. <laughs> but, sounding um, interesting. <laughs> so there was a study in Germany where they looked at dance, and they found that by pulling in different elements of dance, so let's do some salsa, let's do some two-step, let's do some uh, rumba, that was very challenging, and that actually had an impact on the hippocampus, which is where memory is. And so if we keep our hippocampus strong and vibrant and active, that is good because that's where memory is impacted with Alzheimer's. So dance is dance good. Dance is a great one. And it's, phys- it, it's a social element too. So that brings up it, the element once of again, conversation. It's like all these great things yes, that are going on with that single activity. We, we do offer square dance at the yes, Huntsman World right. Senior Games. Yeah, we and we have I, a dinner dance. We have a, mm. Yeah, we have some social activities yes. that do include okay. dancing, a number of our socials. We have to dance more. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yes. another great one, table tennis and dance, two yeah. fun activities that there can you help go. keep your brain healthy. Yes. So uh, exercise, that that's, you know, we've kind of beat that to death. So now we're ready to rest, right? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm feeling a little tired. It's time to lay down, and, and, and you might not realize it, but a deep sleep helps you with your cognitive um, abilities because when you've got that deep sleep, there's uh, something going on with your brain because there's cerebral spinal fluid. Yeah, and as you're in that deep sleep, it it flows faster through your brain, and it's acting like a trash truck or vacuum, removing those deposits that have collected mm. during the day. And uh, I'm going to try and say these right. Toxic proteins, that's pretty easy. But this other word is uh, molecular detritus. And so those are getting removed when you're sleeping in the deep mode. So deep sleep is important. So if you're impacted by sleep apnea, always having to go up to get up to go to the bathroom or something, you want to work on those things so you can get that six to eight hours of sleep. Yeah. That, that's another one that's so important. And, and we, we've had a, an opportunity, a variety of opportunities to talk about the importance of sleep mm-hmm. on the show. And you just nailed it. I, during the day, just going through your daily activities, your brain accumulates waste products. Yes. Our cells do that. Our brains do that. And the only time that those waste products are removed is when we're in REM sleep or deep sleep. And so you're right. If, if you're having a hard time getting deep sleep for whatever reason, it's worth trying to address those reasons because that sleep is so, so important. Definitely is. So um, now I'll we've got that too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You Wake up, Lil. Come on. <laughs> so a little sleep, lots of exercise. And so now here's another one that comes into play, and that's called protecting your brain. And so who needs to protect their brain? It's, it's all of us. And um, traumatic brain injury, that, that comes into play, and that could be uh, from riding a bike, which yeah. a lot of uh, older folks like to do to exercise. Oh, I'm just going to hop on it and go for a mile. You want to have that helmet Put on. Put the helmet on. You might be uh, adventurous and be on the old rollerblades or a razor now that is popping around town so you can just drive, you know, roll around to different places. Having that helmet on protects your brain. It's a soft tissue in there, sort of like the consistency of tofu surrounded yeah. by that hard shell. Well, just think about it. You slam that onto the ground and uh, there's an impact. Everything's moving around inside yes. there, right? And it builds up over time. So make sure your children wear those helmets because if you accumulate two or three traumatic brain injuries over time, you could uh, have cognitive impairment. The other thing that'll happen as we age is a higher incidence of falls. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the stat from the CDC, which is talking about uh, other things now besides falls. <laughs> Our good friends <laughs> yes. from the CDC. Our friends, we're here to help you. Yes. So um, one third of those 65 and older have a fall each year. That's a pretty That's high significant. number. That is high. 30%. That's significant. Yeah. So 20 to 30% of those who suffer the fall have uh, a moderate or severe injury. From, from the fall from itself. From the fall. So now we're not going to probably wear a helmet in our home. Uh, <laughs> that, I mean, although, we might. Although. <laughs> in some cases, it could be helpful. So what should you do? You want to look for these exercise classes and fall prevention classes that are pretty uh, regularly on the calendar, either through senior or active centers, health and wellness centers. They could be a six to 10 week class. They're often free and they'll show you some stability exercises and things you can do at home to strengthen your legs and your balance. And then you'll be less likely to have that fall. Yeah. Which is, which is so, again, it's just so important. You can't, you can't overplay 
um, how important it is to protect your brain. And by just being overall active and understanding your, your muscles and your balance and where you're at and where your weaknesses are and how you can work on those can be so important. And like you said, so many classes available, so many resources available around mm-hmm. your local community, wherever that happens to be, right. that, um, boy, if we, could, if we could take a chunk out of those falls, I think that would help us in a, in a number of areas, not the least of which would be our, our brains. Exactly. Keeping ourselves healthy and, and uh, reducing broken bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah so for let's sure. let's go for that. You know, I... Uh, just uh, in relation to protecting your brain, um, I've, I have the opportunity to help assistant coach at one of the local wrestling teams. Uh, I've mentioned that before on the show. And there is such a great and important protective protocol in place now for uh, concussions and, and, and all the effects that come with them when it comes to high school sports. And I know that at the college and at the professional level, they're also following these same protocols because, like you said, they're a cumulative and it's just so important to keep that brain protected. So right. if you're out and about on your scooter or your bike, mm-hmm. get that helmet on. Uh, if you do happen to have uh, a fall where you have hit your head, well, you really ought to get that checked out. Good point. Very good you point. You just ought to get that checked out. Even if you you know, you know get up, you brush yourself off and think, oh, I'm fine. It's it's worth taking a, taking a look at it just to make sure. Because there are things that you can and should do when it comes to a concussion that can help mitigate the long-term effects if you'll do them. Right. But exactly. if, you, if you fall and then just get up and go about your life and you have that concussion, you don't do the right things, you know, there might be some long-term effects there. So it's worth, it's worth taking a, taking a minute and getting it checked out. Right. Yeah. And that's a great point. And I think the key, if you're listening and you can either make a note in your mind or on a piece of paper, you're hearing some good things on this show. So you're learning now you need to put the little arrow after the word learn <laughs> and the two-letter word called do. Do, right. That's, I mean, if we all had a personal coach that would wake us up at 7 in the morning and say, oh, do this, yes, or 12, 15. this, and do that. We, and, we need that yeah. uh, little conscience marker, so make that note. Okay, I learned these things. <laughs> Let me do one of them. Yeah, just pick yeah. one that you can improve and on. Get and busy get on work. that, and then yeah. add another one to your list. Yeah. Absolutely. It can seem daunting if you hear many ideas, but... Everybody can do one new thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about some pretty simple things, really. I mean, right. yes. get outside and walk. Um, make sure that you're getting sleep. I mean, we, we, all, mm-hmm. we all know that we need that, but making sure that it happens. Uh, protect your brain when you're involved in these activities, whether they're, whether they're perceived as high risk or not. You know, get that helmet on. Take, take care of your brain. Exactly. And dance. And dance. dance. There you go. Dance. dance. Don't forget the dance. dance. <laughs> Lots of good things that are going on there. Simple things that I think we can do. What else do you have for us? There's got to be more. Well, I'll tell you, I've got a couple of other thoughts we could talk about today. To go see the other seven points, alz.org slash 10 ways. One of the hints is staying socially active. That's yeah. my particularly favorite. Oh, there this we go. Here we go. We found Lil's expertise. There you go. That's right. Okay. <laughs> well, you know... It may not seem obvious, but it could be as your brain is more active, um, it's helpful. It gives you emotional positives. The hormones flow in the right direction and you're feeling good. But the other element is there's less isolation. Mm. We're humans and we're not meant to live in a cave and just uh, look around for a fire or a carving on the wall. Let's get out and find some people to do things with. We are social creatures. Yes, sir. Um, So that... uh, Isolation issue, you you bypass when you're out with other people, you reduce stress, which is great. 
You maybe have a little higher self-esteem because you feel good. Oh, I was out hanging out with my friends and we did this. We did this walk. We uh, went bowling. Whatever we did, you're feeling good. You just, yeah. even if you had a lousy bowling game, you had fun. Right. That's the way that works. 98 pins. I, I went golfing with Lil the other yes, day. I don't, I'm not a golfer. I do not <laughs> golf. I've literally golfed. Four or five times in my life. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I had to borrow clubs and everything. And I was horrible, but <laughs> we, was had we had fun. We had fun. <laughs> we enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. So there's Perfect. something to that. Yep. And it was the social part, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, it wasn't so much the golf part because <laughs> that was that was not that impressive. But socially, it was a ton of fun. But look, well, good. socially... Socially and dancing together. Look at that. <laughs> Dance, golf, uh, new sport. New sport Woo. in the Husband World Senior Games. <laughs> oh, awesome. Right. On that, Kyle. Well, we, we've talked about some great yeah. general guidelines. And, and again, there's more information out there. Tell us that website one more time. ALZ.org slash 10 ways. 10 ways. ALZ.org slash 10 ways. Let's talk just for just a couple of minutes about the timeliness of what's going on right now with the coronavirus okay. and COVID-19. It's affecting us in so many ways, yes, sir. expected and unexpected. One of the areas mm-hmm. that, we're, that we've got to be aware of is the caretakers and those that are dealing with Alzheimer's in the middle of this. We just got a couple of minutes, but what can you share with us to... to you know, stay engaged during this really interesting and difficult time. Okay. So from the caregiver perspective, they're already somewhat isolated because they're maybe on a 24-7 detail trying to help their loved one. So now as other people back out, less contact with that caregiver. So making a phone call, touching base, making sure they're okay is really important. They need some interaction as we talked earlier. So that is important to uh, make sure their health is okay because when they're doing well, they can help their loved one. Yeah. And their loved one may be, if they've had exposure from guests coming into the home, the grandkids or something, they may not remember all these messages and now need to go wash their hands. Right. So caregivers, remind your loved one about washing their hands and actually demonstrate for them how to do that because in some cases, maybe they're not able to remember the steps, show that 20-second process, sing the happy birthday, make a fun game out of it. But keeping them healthy and safe is important, and as we've heard quite a bit, the hand-washing is really important. So caregivers, remind your loved ones about that process, and you yourself, reach out, talk to people. Don't feel like your world has closed in on you. Be a part of that uh, social community. And, and I think it's worth mentioning as well, if you know someone who is a caregiver, um, it's, that's mm. always hard. That's a hard job for anyone yes. to do. And, yes. and if, if, if you've watched that and you observe that, you know that that is true. But especially during this time right. when we're social distancing and we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're staying away from each other uh, to, to avoid this uh, coronavirus, especially at this time, pick up that phone. Just send, you know, send them a message, give them a phone call, let them know that you're thinking of them. Just set aside five or 10 minutes where you can visit with them, talk with them. That's right. Uh, man, it's so important. It's so important. It'd be so easy to lose that in the shuffle yeah. of everything that's happening around us right now. Yeah. Here's, here's one great resource for the caregivers. It's our 24 seven helpline. Okay. 24 seven. They can call it at 2 AM, uh, six 30 in the morning. And here it is. Uh, it's free. Many languages there. 800-272-3900. That's our 24 seven helpline. 800-272-3900. 
Uh, clinical licensed social workers on the other end there can help you with needs, can help with just general conversation or even deep questions about a situation you may be going through. So fantastic resource. Great, great resource. Mike, thank you so much. We, yes, we've covered a, some really great things, Glad pretty simple here. things that we can all implement. Uh, this is the first in a three-part series. We're going to have you back in a week or two and talk a, a yes. little bit more in depth about mm-hmm. some other topics as it yep. is uh, relating to Alzheimer's. But thank you for joining us today. And all right, I'll work my pleasure. on my dancing. I look forward to seeing that, Lil. <laughs> Lil. Yes. Registration for the Ooh. Huntsman World Senior Games is still open. It is. Now, again, uh, we know we're in the middle of this weird time, the yes. pandemic that we're dealing with with coronavirus. Some people might be asking, are you even going to have the games? Well, mm-hmm. let me just say we're monitoring things. But as of right now, our plan is to move forward and have the games. And so registration is open. Yes, it is. So let me also just let all our, our athletes know or those who are thinking about uh, participating in the games this year. Um, you know, we've put together a protocol in place. If it does so happen that the games are canceled, there will be full refunds for athletes or they can choose to have a voucher for the 2021 games. But don't don't hesitate to register for that right. aspect. I know there's a lot of things at play here, but don't don't worry about losing that registration fee. Yeah. We're going to take care of you one way or the other. So go ahead, hit SeniorGames.net and register today. The dates of the 2020 games are October 5th through the 17th. If you have any feedback for us about the show, please shoot us an email at ActiveLife at SeniorGames.net. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Of course, we take this live show, we turn it into a podcast, and you can subscribe to this podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. If you're listening by podcast, take a moment, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can find this as well as previous shows right on our website as well. Again, that is SeniorGames.net, so check it out. Our inspirational thought for the day, Lil. You ready? I'm ready. The key to success is to focus on goals, not obstacles. Until next Thursday, stay active.